Hey, welcome to the Life Edit, bringing order to your everyday chaos. I'm Tabitha Perry, former social worker and now life coach that breaks big problems down into simple, actionable steps so you become more intentional and productive in life. Let's get started. Well, welcome today to the Life Edit Podcast with Tabitha Perry and my amazing guest, Miracle Sims. I am so excited to um, have Miracle today on this podcast because we're going to be talking about sex. And that is something that we don't necessarily always talk about. And it needs to be especially godly, high achieving, powerful women. We need to be talking about sex. And I met Miracle because I was a guest on her amazing YouTube a talk show called God, Sex, and Love. So definitely check her out um, and all of her. She had, basically has a channel because she's got lots of different themes that she talks on. So Miracle, thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank you for the invitation. It's good to see you again. <laughs> yes, yes. So Miracle, I would love for you to just tell our listeners a little bit about you and how did you come up with this amazing idea to have a talk show on three amazing things, God, sex, and love? Yes, ma'am. Well, long story short, you know, again, my name is Miracle Sims. I'm an actress, author, entrepreneur. I wear a lot of hats, juggle a lot of things. But when it comes to this concept of God, sex, and love, it's very near and dear to my heart. I call it a passion project uh, in a lot of ways. Long story short, um, the inspiration was me and my single days. I ended up writing about it. I call it the cultivation period, a single Christian's journey, because I was struggling. Struggling, y'all. I was over here like, Lord, where's my husband? I know what your words say. You don't want me to have sex. So, I mean, but I want it. So what are we doing? Where is he? And all those different questions that I had at that time. And basically the Lord um, used those things, used my desires to draw me nearer to him. And the closer I got to him, the closer I saw that maybe I wasn't as ready for marriage as I wanted to be or that I thought I was. And and all these different things. I took a good look at myself during that time in my life. This was in my 20s. And um, yeah, I was like, I, there's some things I need to change about like how I interact with men, how I date, all these different types of things. So uh, in the midst of this journey, right, uh, I was looking for content to stay on the straight and narrow to see, mm-hmm. is there anybody else out there like me? I'm single, I'm Christian, I'm horny. I'm trying <laughs> to figure this thing out. Like, is any Anybody talking about this? Yeah. And I got on YouTube and I didn't really see much like the Christian content that I came across. I felt like they only went so far with the conversation. And then on the flip side, when I watched secular content, I felt like they were drowning out the Christian voice. And mm-hmm. so that was the light bulb for me to just first I got on YouTube and just started to share as a Christian single woman. Like I'm the hopeful romantic, y'all. I believe it's out there. I believe this guy's out there and all this different type of stuff. The Lord is showing me that I'm going to have, have marriage and love and all this stuff one day. Um, but I don't see it around me. I don't see anybody else talking about this sex mm-hmm. conversation. Because at the end of the day, it was, um, even though I was pretty celibate, you know, throughout my life and whatnot, I, honestly, I didn't have my first for real uh, or just say penetration. Can we say that? Uh, <laughs> there was no penetration until I made my 20s, which is, I mean, that's pretty good, especially these days when you hear about kids doing Don't get me started on that. That's a whole nother talk. Anyway, what I'm saying is <laughs> that, um, yeah, basically I was just looking for content at that time mm-hmm. and wasn't seeing it. And I just got out there ripped the bandaid off and told everybody, hey, I think about sex all the time. I'm a Christian. This is what I think about. And and I'm asking the Lord. I'm waiting on the Lord to send me my spouse. But until then, what am I supposed to do? And um, yeah, I got out there. And that was the beginning stages of what you all now see and know is as GSL. It's become way more <laughs> than what God gave me. But yeah, um, the story is long. So I'll just pause right there. <laughs> I, I love that. 
but I'm going to admit the first thing that came to my mind is how does one look that up on YouTube and <laughs> it's a wrong thing. So I'm so glad that you're there that like in, in that universe, when people are looking up resources now, they have mm-hmm. a foundation of faith and God that they can still you know, learn about sex and love and all of the things. So thank you for being a leader and, and doing that because man, I wish I would have found your content when I was young and single and trying to figure it out. And I can guarantee you, I was not looking up how to be celibate. So I just respect to you and for the listeners out there that are choosing to remain pure before marriage, it is worth it. It absolutely is. I was not, but my husband was, and Mm -hmm. I am so appreciative of him and I trust him so much. Like if you can literally withhold from me <laughs> for dating, right? Like there's just a trust that is built within yourself and within your spouse when you wait. And it really does benefit the marriage moving forward. Yes, ma'am. I can totally see like all the benefits of doing it God's way. Um, I don't think me, me nor my spouse um, were able to do that. But I know that like people, some people don't um kiss into the married like and I'm like oh my god <laughs> like the restraint and everything to do that like it's amazing to me and um you know even I've even had people on the GSL platform share that you know um they're still virgins or they you know got married late in their life probably in like their 40s and they were virgins and whatnot like it's a beautiful beautiful thing and um I guess I share those brief testimonies briefly to let people know that they're not alone. If you are, um, you know, trying your best to stay on the straight and narrow, understand that there are other people out there trying with you. Um, the Lord will honor that and everything like that. And even if you fall in and fall short, like here, I'm an example of somebody that fell short. Right. But um, during my cultivation period, again, I, the more I tried to seek to honor the Lord and, and change different aspects of my life, I believe that he honored those moments where I did those things. And now mm-hmm. I'm pretty much living my dreams in regards to, you know, love, marriage and more, man, parenthood, all these different types of things. And now I'll be perfect and me and my husband perfect, everything like that. Maybe not, but he's perfect for me. And mm-hmm. honestly, y'all would not probably see me doing the things I'm doing if it was not for him. So, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. It's, um. My ongoing testimony. I'm, I'm living testimony. I'm just trying to do my part in the kingdom. That's all. <laughs> oh, and thank you. Thank you for that. Absolutely. So Miracle, what, um, just like, tell me a little bit about what you think Christian women need to hear about sex. Because I know for me, like I went to like several conferences of like true love waits. I don't have sex. Like I knew all the things and you know, that was not my journey. And it's not a lot of women's journeys. So how are they, how can they kind of balance this church's idea of like, sex is bad, don't have sex. And then all of a sudden they get married and they're like, I'm supposed to have sex and enjoy it and be like, you know, a sex kitty in the the bedroom, but like this conservative woman outside of it. Oh Lord. I know again, this is a long (laughs) loaded question as well, but um, the first thing that comes to my heart and mind is to understand that sex isn't bad. It is a God given God created gift. And the thing is, um, I I think it's interesting that it, it is very taboo in the Christian community but for some you know but of course on the flip side if you will go look at secular content sex is everywhere even to our kids right now which we don't want them to see it right now but whatever you know uh, again a whole nother subject um but what i'm saying is if we as christians don't um enter the conversation as well like we don't have to be so 
vulgar and the way that the world do it, but we can have the conversations. We can, you know, be open and honest and transparent about like where we were and hopefully, you know, encourage the next generation, hey, be better than me, right? And that's what I would hope and pray that anybody that listens to my story, read my book, whatever the case is. You know, um, I, I understand that it's a struggle to wait for marriage and everything like that. But I mean, I can sit here and tell any young lady now that, hey, it's probably the best thing that you could ever do for your life and and, and just everything. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that that's, I think, one of the first misconceptions that we need to really attack as Christians to understand that it's not bad. Yeah. Um, it's just there are stipulations on when we're supposed to do it and how we're supposed to. And and, and even that isn't bad. I mean, we like to look at it as bad because maybe it's against what we want to do. But um yeah, I think those are the, the first two things. I think we should start there. And mm-hmm. then there's so much more beyond that. I mean, you talk about wives then now being sex kids and stuff like that. I mean, look, all right, well, ooh, Lord, why am I talking about this so much? Um, maybe I should. <laughs> um, but okay, imagine yourself being, you know, uh, people like to put out the narrative that, you know, it's men, you know, be there for the man, da 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 da. But I'm like, what about if if the woman has the high drive? Because that's apparently me, right? And, you know, but I have to have grace and mercy for my husband and, you know, and understand that, okay, I know he can't be on his back all day for me. He got to do other things. You know what I'm saying? And, and I have to, you know, have patience and all these other things that we need to know as women that are, you know, wives and all these different types of things. So it's, it's a lot to talk about when it comes to this. And um, yeah, that's just a little bit. Hopefully that'll get things started. <laughs> no, for sure. Well, what I love that you pointed out is that there are a lot of women with a higher sex drive than than the men. And I know a lot of my friends that kind of feel bad about it and they shouldn't. It is something to like, you know, appreciate about yourself. And, you know, God puts us with people that is we're compatible with and the sex drives may not line up, but that is okay. There is communication. There's all these things that we can do to get on the same page. So I guess, um, let's go that route then miracle. Like what do you, what encouragement can you offer those high achieving women that have high sex drives that, you know, for them to feel okay about it and how can they make like edits in their lives to just accept that they are, wonderful that the way that they are. Well, honestly, I feel like I'm still um, figuring that out myself. I think for me, uh, you know, again, as a married woman and whatnot, like I said, it's been more so about me not resenting my husband or, you know, not feeling bad or feeling mad or upset that, you know, maybe things aren't the way that I thought it was going to be when it comes to, you know, uh, because I, I think I did kind of hype up marriage so much in my mind because I was like, this is the time I'm ready. Da, 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 da. And and I think uh, now one of the things that comes in the back of my mind, who knows, this may be one of the reasons why things are the way they are, is that like at the end of the day, again, let's just say my husband's drive did match mine. We probably wouldn't be sitting here talking right now. We? <laughs> like We probably just be all day. You know what I'm saying? And, and there's things that both of us have to do outside of just each other. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so there, there could be a reason, you know, why things are the way they are. Like, and I, again, I have to have, again, grace, mercy, and all those things for my husband. Because at the end yeah. of the day, God has grace and mercy and all those things for me, you know? Yeah. And, and so that's the thing. I think, um, you know, I've had to find ways to kind of use my drives and whatnot um for other things you know i've created contents i've written you know i will just write my thoughts down and stuff like that and um or again maybe even creating these shows is a part of it or um you know find other ways to 
use them for the Lord. Like, don't just get out here and just be, uh, well, I'm just going to go explore outside of my marriage then, uh, <laughs> you know, right. uh, obviously, you know, but we have to have some self-control and, and whatnot. So I think that's kind of what these things boil, time, boil down to at the end of the day, understanding that, again, it's a beautiful thing. And, and I don't, and I try not to look again, look down on myself because I have this high drive and stuff like that, but I also have to have self-control with it. I can't just allow that to control every aspect of my life and then um, get me off the track or whatever the Lord wants to do with me for me and through me. So yeah. yeah oh, balance. balance. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know, God, God gives us that power. Those, those, uh, abilities to take our thoughts captive because mm -hmm. our drive comes from our thoughts, right. And our body kind of reacts to, to those thoughts. So what, um, okay. <laughs> we're just going to go there. I okay. found that with a lot of women, especially that are super high achieving and they're married to high achieving men that like scheduling out when they have sex is something that has worked well for them. Is this mm -hmm. a strategy you suggest um, and what have you found like for power couples to like have energy to <laughs> be intimate? Girl. Okay. So the funny thing is like we, me and my spouse have not come to that conclusion yet. I've thrown it out there though. Cause I'm just, cause here's the thing. I, I feel like it's just very sporadic, you know? Um, and then if I start keeping them up with like the time frames and whatnot, then I'm like, it's been so long, you know, <laughs> or <did>. whatever. Um, <laughs> And I'm and I, I throw out this thing out. So I'm like, I'm curious. Could I go every day? I don't know. I've never tried. I want to see. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I, obviously, I could try it on a vacation, or maybe we'll get a week long vacation one day, and I, I, I'll let y'all know. Um, <laughs> but until then, <laughs> I mean, you know, there, obviously, there's things I want to try and whatnot. But the thing is, it's like, I guess at the end of the day, you know, it, if if both spouses are working both spouses are high achieving and all these different things i mean maybe scheduling it out will work now my husband's not necessarily interested in doing that he's you know i guess he likes the sporadicness of the da 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 or the like spontaneousness that's what i'm gonna say mm -hmm. the spontaneousness of just it happening and whatnot but i mean you know hey again this where communication and whatnot comes in if you guys do feel like you're at a place where you know what, we might need to pencil this in, you know, we might need to be more intentional or whatever the case is, then, hey, I, I would say try it, you know, um, I know people swear by date nights and all of that stuff in the same way. And and I think for me, uh, that's why, that's what it boils down to. Uh, yes, I know I talk about sex a lot. And yes, I know that like, yes, I would love to enjoy more of that with my husband, right? But at the same time, it's more so about like the intimacy as well. It's like, let us be intentional about, you know, spending time together as well as spending time as a family with our son and, you know, all these different type of things. And I think we both kind of, you know, are looking to to balance that as some, I know it's so funny. We talked about this the other night and he just was like, I'm just lazy <laughs> sometimes or whatever. And I'm like, well, do you want me to this shit? Like, what do you need? Like, how can I help? Whatever. Um, and I guess, you know, like I said, it's still a journey. I'm still figuring that all of that out. But in the midst of it, the main thing that I've had to do is to, again, show grace, mercy, mm -hmm. uh, exercise patience, self-control, um, and all those different type of things. Um, to, to, again, not resent my husband, to not look at it as something that's, and not allow these things to come between us. And that I think that's why I try my best to communicate with him about how I feel or whatever the case is, because, you know, at the end of the day, I really don't want anything to come between us. And I feel like Satan will use anything. Yeah. He'll use that little bit of bit like, oh, see, how long has it been? Oh, and then just try to worm his way on into my mind or whatever. And, you know, I can't, I 
can't let that happen at the end of the day. So, you know, we got to be intentional, y'all. So if you got to schedule it, go schedule it is what I say. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my goodness. This has been so interesting and like fascinating at mm-hmm. conversations that we're just not having and mm-hmm. the grace extended that that God gives us, whether you're single and, you know, choosing celibacy or, or trying to, or you're married and trying to figure out, you know, how to balance that intimacy, the physical intimacy, as well as the emotional, and then each partner needing a little bit of each in a different way. God is an amazing God and can help us figure it all out. And so if you are feeling lost in this type of thing, this, this idea, bring it to God. And talk about it, like, and check out miracle stuff on YouTube (laughs) to help get some clarification and encouragement on it. Because this is, this is so important that we, that we honor our spouse, that we honor our bodies and God wants us to have sex. Like Christians should be having the absolute best sex. It's really what it should be, but we don't because there's so much guilt and shame and just really challenges. And so thank you again for the work that you do, Miracle. I just so appreciate you. And I love if you would want to share just like one thing that you can just offer the audience of for encouragement that you just feel like maybe God has put on your heart. Mm. Well, honestly, you said something a minute ago, um, but then it just went away. So my apologies. (laughs) I have like something to say to what you had just said. Um, But I mean, I guess at the end of the day, what I would just say to anybody is to uh, incorporate God in every aspect of your life. I believe that that's what I try to show on the channel, God, Sex and Love. I mean, you know, when you go on there, there's over a thousand videos now, y'all. So I've I've tried to map it out to make it easy. (laughs) But I mean, you know, we've had like faith and fitness um, segments. We've had like politics conversations we've got you know there's just a lot of different content there so i know that it's called god sex and love and y'all might just be going there and expecting that it's just sex the whole time i mean we got a playlist dedicated to that content so you can easy access for y'all but um ultimately again at the end of the day i just feel like the whole thing is about incorporating god in everything every aspect mm-hmm. of your life and what does that look like yes including your sex life and all those things and you know, again, if God was not incorporated in my sex life right now, you know, perhaps, you know, things would be another way. Perhaps we wouldn't be having this conversation and all this different type of stuff, because, again, the enemy will use anything to get you off the track that God has created. And so that's why we see those struggles in marriage. And that's why we see those struggles when it comes to, you know, like you just said, it's supposed to be the, this is supposed to be the time. This is supposed to be like the best sex ever for the Christians. Right. And in marriage, but it's the complete opposite. And you hear the complete opposite all the time. And so we have to combat that, y'all. I've said since the beginning of starting the channel, um, I'm like, I'm on team more married sex. Uh, so <laughs> you know, by all means, married couples, get out here and do, do what you can to come together. Like the Bible tells us to do. I'm yeah. not just making stuff up. The Bible tells us to do this. It says, you know, at the end of the day, take, if you got to take a time, y'all can come to agreement and make that time for when it comes to prayer and fasting, whatever case is, but come back together. Why? So the enemy can't come in. I'm paraphrasing, but that's what it say. Mm-hmm. And y'all can go check that out for yourself. So yeah, that, that's it. I, I can be going on. Y'all know this is my topic. So I'm, I'm just going to hush. because I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for your energy and your boldness and just being you miracle. And Listeners, thanks again for for listening. And just remember making small edits each day, even in your sex life, creates big results. So you step into your fullest God-given potential. Make it an incredible day.